the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life is a battlefield. Every day you're tested by others, challenged by society, and pushed to the limit by your inner struggles. To overcome, you must have the mindset of a warrior, at peace at all times, conscious of your true power, and present in every moment. Warriors are properly prepared to perform at the highest level. This is Way of Warrior Radio, helping you fight the good fight. And now, a man well-versed in trauma and drama, he's battle-hardened, and he has your six. Here is Way of Warrior Radio's Mr. Scott V. Black. Have you ever wondered, is that all there is? Have you ever had an incredible moment that you prepared for? And then right afterwards, you felt terrible? Have you ever worked so hard to make something so special? And once the sun has set on that event, you hit a really low low? Have you ever wondered if the highs and the lows are normal? Have you ever thought to yourself, there's something wrong with me? Why am I here? Or why am I feeling this? Or why am I at this place? Well, the good news is you're at the right place. You're in the right place at the right time. On today's broadcast, A Way of Warrior, today I want to talk about the space between. No, David Matthews isn't going to be joining us, nor is his band. But it really is about this space between. We just had an incredible Christmas. I don't know about you, but Christmas is a mindset. Christmas is an attitude, just like Thanksgiving. And as you get older, you realize it's not about us. It's about those that we can touch. But there is something that happens after this incredible high emotional experience, whatever we want to call it, a wedding day, a spiritual experience, Christmas, a birthday, a vacation. That man, you prepare and you prep and you plan, and there's so much poured into it, and you're so excited and so looking forward to it, and then when it comes... There's a big letdown, and then you feel. You feel bad, you feel excited, you feel disappointed, you feel right. And that's what we're going to talk about today, because we are in that space between, the space between Christmas and a new year. The big crescendo's over. Excitement, expectations, disappointments, letdowns, missed opportunities, right? All have been registered, whatever those feelings are. That mixed bag of feelings many have after the climax of what everybody has been focused on, Christmas Day. And the big question is, now what? 
after the big day, for many, there is a big letdown. It's actually called a post-peak letdown. So what to do in the space between? So today, on today's Way of Warrior, fighting the good fight for our hour of power, I'm going to pause it. Let's make the space between. Let's make it great again. There is a reality out there, and I've experienced it many times. You focus, or I focus on this day, whether it be a leadership awakening, whether it be a new event, an EQ I haven't done in 10 years, and you do this incredible thing and this wonderful thing, and afterwards, it's this letdown. Now, I just did in December, I did my final awakening class as Like It Matters because next month we roll into Way of Warrior. And then I had this EQ class uh, with some friends of uh, some partners I'm going to be joining teams with. And uh, uh, Michael and Mark had some of their friends and some of their coworkers. And we did this EQ to kind of roll it out. And it was this incredible experience. A lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, a lot of all that. And I felt so good. It wasn't perfect. But it was good. I got it done, touched some lives, did a couple processes that I hadn't done for 10 years, and it was good. And I'm feeling good about it. And uh, afterwards, I reach out to a couple people that were out there with me, and uh, they just poo-pooed on my parade. One of the guys just poo-pooed all over it. And uh, what I thought, we had a good experience, and we're doing all this and that. And then all of a sudden, he just made it all about him. What about me? You didn't do this for me. You didn't tell me. You didn't acknowledge me. You didn't. Me, 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 me. And I'm like, wow. And I really haven't even talked to the guy much since then. It's just like such a letdown where I'm thinking we got this incredible thing done. We got all this. And all this other person was, hey, you didn't acknowledge me. Hey, you didn't tell everybody how great I was. Wow. It was just a huge letdown. And that happens all the time. And I got this great article from Jennifer Graham. It was written about eight years ago. She says you don't have to dwell in the terrible twos to think, is that all there is? After everything's unwrapped and the Christmas feast is a memory but for the tight close, a post-holiday letdown seems inevitable after a month-long buildup to Christmas. And there are both biological and psychological reasons for what's often called a holiday hangover. Christmas and other holidays serve a cocktail of feel-good chemicals in our brains, chief among them dopamine and oxytocin. Isn't that amazing? Oxytocin makes your body feel good. And uh, 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 you, you notice the uh, uh, oxy there? Where we had a lot of people struggling with methamphetamines, oxytocin I think it was called. But notice where it comes from. It's a chemical drug a fake drug, a man-made drug that's supposed to mimic what our body automatically does. Isn't that amazing? It's the chemicals that the body releases, dopamine and oxytocin, and they deliver the sense of acceptance, belonging, and attachment that we feel when spending time with friends and family. Christmas may stimulate a large expectation of reward and excess reward really turns on a lot of dopamine. And this is science, people. This is why I say follow the science. This is according to Loretta G. Bruning. She's a California researcher, author of The Science of Positivity and Habits of a Happy Brain. So this is science. This is an opinion. You know, I do share a little opinion here. I do share a little feeling here. But what I'm sharing with you is science. 
here's what happens. After all the outpouring of dopamine and uh, oxytocin, when the chemicals dissipate, we descend to a more neutral gear, which feels at best disappointing and at worst like a head-on crash. That's what a lot of people are feeling today. There's nothing more depressing for a child than December 26th, said Adam English, chair of the Department of Christian Studies at Campbell University in Buse Creek, North Carolina. And he says it's not just December 26th, but the week of chores that follows. Taking down the tree and the lights, taking out the garbage and everything else that has to happen it is thoroughly, thoroughly depressing time, even with all your new presents. Caroline Webb, in her book, How to Have a Good Day, examines how people can use findings of behavioral science to improve their moods, productivity, and impact. And that's what I do on this radio show, Way of Warrior, uh, Fighting the Good Fight. Like It Matters Radio is coming to the end. This is my last week of live radio. Then it's all on podcasts. And so you're going to have to go to your podcast, Way of Warrior, Fighting the Good Fight, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, all those. See, our brains are constantly scanning for threats and rewards, which Webb calls discovering defense modes. He goes on to say, quote, if the celebration is mostly happy, there's a slump that can happen afterwards. But one thing that is helpful after Christmas or anything else is to focus again on what were the rewards in the situation. And so today, I want to help you fill in this gap. Today, I want to give you some tools. Today, I want to help you on this hour of power so that you can manage the space between because that's what I want to do today today I want to make the space between great again because this week this week between Christmas the day after Christmas and New Year's is an important time it's a time to refocus to remember to remind to look into the future and so today I'm gonna give you tangible steps of what you can do so your post Christmas crash is a post Christmas fest And you go into the new year ready for whatever the world has for you. I'm Black. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. It's not a one-time event that you get something out of and then you go home. This is an application that I've been using and I will use for the rest of my life. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. I'm a recent graduate of Leadership Awakening. I've taken leadership courses from the military and work, and I've been on self-help journeys my whole life, but Scott Black's Leadership Awakening course is so different than anything I've ever taken or seen, and we all have the same kind of needs. I learned how to prioritize what was important in my life through leadership. Scott chops everything into bite-sized pieces so it's easily digestible. The gift that I got out of that course was something that will be with me for the rest of my life. Everybody needs this. It is life-changing. To learn when you can attend the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Ibelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more at iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. 
iBelieve.com. I'm having a really hard time lately, and I'm worried no one will understand what I'm going through. I feel so alone. I wish there was somebody I could talk to. If you're looking for support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you, with connections to others who have also struggled with their mental health and can provide support and resources. Services are anonymous, confidential, free of charge, and open seven days a week. Connect today at mentalhealthmn.org or call 855-HERE-FOR-MN today. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Looking to make a difference? Volunteer for your local fire department. Join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Visit makemeafirefighter.org. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you use insulin or have had hypoglycemic events, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-514-9849. 800-514-9849. That's 800-514-9849. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-410-8643. That's 800-410-8643. Welcome back to Way of Warrior, fighting the good fight. And boy, today it's important to know who we are and why we're here and where we're at. Today's broadcast of Way of Warrior, I'm talking about the space between Christmas and the beginning of the new year. You know, there's a big crescendo that leads up to that special day, December 25th, and then it's over. Excitement, expectations, disappointments, letdowns, missed opportunities, all have been registered. The mixed bags of feelings many have after the climax of Christmas. Now what? After the big day, for many, there's a big letdown. It's called a post-peak letdown. So if you're feeling that way, go easy on yourself. Quit beating yourself up. Quit trashing yourself. It's okay. You got this. Go easy on yourself. What to do, that's what I'm here for. Let me help you what to do in the space between. And so today in this Hour of Power, we're talking about making the space between great again. And today I'm going to help you with that with some tangible things. But before we do that, let's take a nice deep breath in through the nose and exhale through the mouth. And now, story time with Mr. Black. It once occurred to a certain king that if he always knew the right time to begin everything, if he knew who were the right people to listen to and whom to avoid, and above all, if he always knew what was the most important thing to do, he would never fail in anything he might undertake. So we want to know the answer to these three questions. The right person the right time, and the right thing to do. And this thought having occurred to him, he had it proclaimed throughout his kingdom that he would give a great reward 
to anyone who could teach him. What was the right time for every action? And who were the most necessary people? And how he might know what was the most important thing to do? And many learned men came to the king from all parts of the kingdom, but they all answered his questions differently. In reply to the first question, some said that to know the right time for every action, one must draw up in advance a table of days, months, and years, and must live strictly according to it. Only thus, said they, could everything be done in its proper time. Others declared that it was impossible to decide beforehand the right time for every action, but that not letting oneself be absorbed in idle pastimes, one should always attend to all that was going on, and then do what was most needful. Others again said that however attentive the king might be to what was going on, it was impossible for one man to decide correctly the right time for every action, but that he should have a council of wise men who would help him to fix the proper time to do everything. But then again others said there were some things which could not wait to be laid before a council, but about which one had at once to decide whether to undertake them or not. But in order to decide that, one must know beforehand what was going to happen. It is only magicians who know that, and therefore, in order to know the right time for every action, one must consult magicians. Equally various were the answers to the second question. Some said the people the king most needed were his counselors, others the priests, others the doctors, while some said the warriors were the most necessary. To the third question as to what was the most important thing to do, some replied that the most important thing in the world was science. Others said it was skill in warfare, and others again that it was religious worship. All the answers being different, the king agreed with none of them and gave the reward to none. However, still wishing to find the right answer to his questions, he decided to consult a hermit, widely renowned for his wisdom. However, the hermit lived in a wood, which he never quitted, and he received none but common folk. So the king realized he had to deceive because he was royalty. So the king put on simple clothes and before reaching the hermit's cell, dismounted from his horse, leaving his bodyguard behind because he was to be a common folk. So he went alone. When the king approached, the hermit was digging the ground in front of his hut, seeing the commoner who was the king. He greeted him and went on digging. The hermit, oh, he was frail, he was weak. And each time he stuck his spade in the ground and turned a little earth, he breathed oh so heavily. The king, seeing this, went up to him and said, I have come to you, wise hermit, to ask you to answer three questions. How can I learn to do the right thing at the right time? Who are the people I most need? And to whom should I therefore pay more attention than to the rest? And what affairs are the most important and need my first attention. The hermit listened to the king, but answered nothing. He just spat on his hands and recommenced his work 
of digging. You are tired, said the king. Let me take the spade, and I will work a while for you. Thanks, said the hermit, and giving the spade to the king, he sat down on the ground and watched. When he had dug two beds, the king stopped and repeated his questions. The hermit again gave no answer, but rose, stretched out his hand for the spade, and said, Now you rest a while, and let me work a bit. But the king did not give him the spade, and he continued to dig. One hour passed, and another hour passed, and another. The sun began to sink behind the trees, and the king at last stuck the spade in the ground and spoke again. I came to you, wise man, for an answer to my questions. If you can give me none, tell me so, and I will leave, and I will return home. Here comes someone running, said the hermit. Let us see who it is. The king turned around and saw a bearded man coming running out of the wood. The man held his hands pressed against his stomach and blood was flowing from under them. When he reached the king, he fell. He fell, fainting on the ground, moaning feebly. The king and the hermit unfastened the man's clothing. There was a large wound in his stomach. The king washed it as best he could and bandaged it with his handkerchief and with the towel the hermit had. But the blood would not stop flowing and the king again and again removed the bandage soaked with warm blood, washed and rebandaged the wound over and over. When at last the blood ceased flowing, the man revived and asked for something to drink. The king brought fresh water and gave it to him. Meanwhile, the sun had set and it had become cool. So the king, with the hermit's help, carried the wounded man into the hut and laid him on the bed. Lying on the bed, the man closed his eyes and was quiet. But the king was so tired from his walk and from the work he had done that he crouched down on the threshold and he too fell asleep so soundly that he slept all through the short summer night. When he woke in the morning, it was long before he could remember where he was or who was the stranger. The bearded man lying on the bed and gazing intently at him with shining eyes. Forgive me, said the bearded man in a weak voice when he saw that the king was awake, was looking at him. I do not know you. I have nothing to be, forgive you for, said the king. You do not know me, said the man, but I know you. I am the enemy of yours who swore to revenge himself on you because you executed my brother and seized his property. I knew you had gone alone to see the hermit, and I resolved to kill you on your way back. But the day passed and you did not return, so I came out from my ambush to find you and came upon your bodyguard, and they recognized me and wounded me. I escaped from them, but should have bled to death had you not dressed my wound. I wished to kill you, and you have saved my life. Now if I live, and if you wish it, I will serve you as your most faithful slave and will bid my sons to do the same. The king was very glad to have made peace with the enemy so easily and to gain from him a friend. Having taken leave of the wounded man, the king went out into the porch and looked around for the hermit before going his way. 
He wanted to talk to him one last time. And the king approached him and said, For the last time I pray to you, answer my questions, wise man. You have already been answered, said the hermit, still crouching on his thin legs and looking up the king who stood before him. How answered? What do you mean? My questions have been answered, asked the king. Do you not see, replied the hermit? If you had not pitied my weakness yesterday and had not dug these beds for me, but had gone your way, that man would have attacked you and you would have repented of not having stayed with me. So the most important time was when you were digging the beds and I was the most important man and to do me good was your most important business. Afterwards, when the man ran to us, the most important time was when you were attending to him. For if he had not bound up his wounds, he would have died without having made peace with you. So he was the most important man, and what you did for him was your most important business. We must remember then, there is only one time that is important, and that is now. It is the most important time because it is the only time when we have any power. The most necessary person is the one with whom you are, for no man knows whether he will ever have dealings with another one. And the most important affair is to do that person good, because for that purpose alone was man sent in his life. So today we're focusing on the space between, and you need to know these three important questions. We'll be back after these messages. You're a work in progress. A little more, a little more. Constantly under construction. That's good. To build your productive life, you need the right tools from Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio. A good golfer has a great caddy who shares the load and understands the course. Hire Mr. Black as your life caddy to live more fulfilling and successfully. If you want to get to the next level and beyond, both personally and professionally, sign up for Mr. Black's Immersive Leadership Awakening class. It's the most powerful, transformational two days you will ever experience. Stay in touch with Mr. Black and the change connected to him on your schedule with his daily podcast. Search Living Like It Matters wherever you get your podcasts. Walk along with Mr. Black as he goes to God's Instruction Manual. It's manna from the Word of God with Mr. Black's Bible teaching at wayofwarrior.blog. Build yourself up like it matters and get everything God has for you. Go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. In Dinesh D'Souza's new blockbuster movie, Police State exposes the government's plot to control MAGA conservatives. These are anti-government. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. MAGA Republicans threaten the very foundation of our republic. Mass surveillance, censorship, and armed attacks. There's nowhere to hide. FBI, we have an arrest warrant. Fifteen marked units on my property. Military-style soldiers pointing an order rifle at my head. Are we becoming a police state? It may be the Russia other people grew up in, but not my America. Directed by Dinesh D'Souza, Debbie D'Souza, and Bruce Shuley, police state sounds the alarm. What we need is a person, and then we go find out what crime you did. How did we give the state this kind of power? Police state, they have their lists. Are you next? If they're coming for me, they're coming for you. Police state, buy it or stream it now at salemnow.com, salemnow.com.
Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-244-3080. 800-244-3080. That's 800-244-3080. Welcome back to Way of Warrior, fighting the good fight. And really, that is one thing that you have to figure out. You know, your good fight could be different than my good fight. My good fight could be different than my producer's big fight. But, you know, it's our good fight. We are unique. We have different trauma, different drama, different family of origin issues. We're different. We have different fingerprints. We have different brains. Uh, we have different genetics. We're different. And so the plans that God has for you and the plans that God has for me might be totally different. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're all parts of a body. The ear has a different role than the hand does. The mouth has a different role than the foot does. The nose has a different role than the heart does. But all those things are important. I mean, how would you look if you walked around with no nose, right? And you couldn't walk around with no heart, right? You got my point? And so we're different. But there are similarities with us as well, as different as we are. You know, there are something like 3 billion genetic pairs that make us who we are. And of that, 98.9, I think is 98.8 or 99.89, something like that, 99.9% is identical. So if you take 1,000 divided by 3 billion, I think you get 3 million. And it is in those 3 million pairs, one-tenth of 1%, that all the differences, all the difference. And so what I do is I focus on the similarities. We all bleed the same. We all have trauma and drama. We all are little meaning makers. We call them HR 101s, hurting people hurt people. It's a universal law. I don't care what your background is. I don't care what your similarities or differences are. Here's the law. Hurting people hurt people. Here's another law. Any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. I can give you a whole bunch of these HR 101s. They're just factual realities about dealing with people. This is what I've been doing for 32 years. Go to likeitmatters.net and read about it. Or go to wayofwarrior.training because there's a huge transition taking place, and this is really what today's show is about. I love Christmas. I love Jesus. And I can honestly say I'm in love with God. All that said, Christmas, not just because I'm 58 years old, but Christmas is different today than it was for me 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. Because I know now Christmas is about giving. Christmas is about 
helping people feel worthy, about bringing peace and hope. That's what Christmas is about. And so the way I judge my Christmas is not by what did I get, because what I got was eternity. What I got from Christmas was the ability to know his word and to love him and to share his love and to share his word. So when I say, how was Christmas? To me, it's how many people did I help? You know, I'm buying a property, uh, some land in Uganda for my 50 kids in Kawuki so we can finally build an orphanage for those kids. And, you know, people aren't giving this year. You know, I'm $7,000 short. I could sure use your help. You can go to our 501c3. We're registered 501c3, and you could donate. But my Christmas was good. I was able to get money to Africa, my money. I didn't get anybody else's money, but able to do that. I got a, three children in Gambia that I support, put in school, that they have no mother and father. I got Richard in India, my brain scientist, who we've kept alive since COVID happened. Government won't allow him to work, and he's 70 years old. I got Jimbo and Christ Satisfied Ministries in Tampa Bay that we fund year-long. We got our Danny, who's had heart transplant surgery and is in Chicago from Dallas and basically not working a year recovery that we fund. We've given him over $6,000 to keep his family safe and alive while he's getting his heart repaired. So Christmas is good because we're able to help a lot of people. I'm sure there's a lot more need help, and there's a lot of money that still needs to get there to help more people. But what happens the day after Christmas? For a lot of people, it's a crash. I know I woke up three or four times last night. Christmas over. I got so much change coming. This is our last week of live radio. After this, it's pure podcast. So please lock us up, download us, uh, uh, register with us, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Way of Warrior, Fighting the Good Fight. Download us, share us, please. It monetizes, allows me to reach more people, to impact more people, because this is the battle. And if you want to start the new year off, go to likeitmatters.net. Go to wayofwarrior.training. Take one of my two-and-a-half-day classes. We'll get you ready. But today, I want to talk about dealing with a post-Christmas letdown. You know, I got this uh, article from the Honey Print in 2017. It says, you know the feeling, Christmas is much anticipated and prepared for. Quite a bit of work is done and numerous festivities are had leading up to the big day. Then Christmas Day often feels still and precious, is a peaceful and fleeting day. And finally, waking up on December 26, you might be a little hungover from food, drink, and fun. And a little disillusioned as the magic feels over. The lady who wrote this article says, I'm a person that loves celebrating holidays and particularly the Christmas season. I do everything to fit everything in, to watch every film, go to every light show. December's packed full of joy, and then it's done. And I feel melancholy watching trees come down before New Year's. I personally prefer to keep the spirit alive at least through the new year. And so I'm sharing a few ways I've learned to deal with this post-Christmas letdown. And she has three ideas, and I want to... recognize these three ideas, and then piggyback in the last section, our last segment. First of all, she says, don't go go cold turkey. This is something me and my family started doing about 10 years ago. She goes on to say, truly the letdown is worse when you go from 100 to zero. 
She goes on to say, let yourself continue listening to Christmas music and maybe even watch another movie or two after December 25th. She says, leave the tree up through New Year's Eve. Allow yourself to continue enjoying the season. She said uh, her family even afterwards, after Christmas. By the way, light show here in Texas. I'm pretty sure a Texas Motor Speedway still has a light show up. I'm going to go this week. Just keep in the spirit alive, she says. We now leave our tree up. My first class of the year is January 18th. And I will take the tree down the weekend before that, so about the 15th. So the tree will stay up. We'll continue to be in a slow mode. Uh, I will continue to listen to Christmas music. Uh, we are a Christmas tree up. We'll keep our gifts up. All that. I want to keep in the mode. I've been doing this for a while. And by the way, this year, we had our tree up before Halloween. Because there's not, not a lot to look forward to. And so we've been looking forward to Christmas since October. And then my wife and I shared, wow, it's Christmas. And we were talking about this, a little bit of a disappointment. Because not because we didn't get stuff. But I had a great Christmas. Again, it was hard helping all the people we wanted to because people just aren't giving this much anymore. And we need your help. Please continue to give to us. We help a lot of people, but we can't do it unless you give to us. So I'm giving you some tools. Second thing to do, stay positive. The long winter months can feel gloomy and depressing. This often starts to set in after Christmas. Keep yourself positive by staying busy or focusing on something fun in the future. And that's really... What we're going to focus this last segment on. After this break, we're going to go to segment four. And I'm really going to have you start preparing for the new year. While you're still in this old year. While you're still in slowdown mode. While you're still in that giving spirit. While you're still in that hopeful spirit. We want to now take that spirit. And even though we're in the here and now and keep it slow. Let's start dreaming about how great we're going to make next year. That's important. So it says, keep yourself positive, focusing on something fun in the future. She goes on to say, I always become absorbed in completing jigsaw puzzles right after the holiday. It's a great idea. I love jigsaw puzzles. I haven't done one in years. She says it makes her feel relaxed, satisfied. She said, I also love planning a trip soon after. Just think about that. Soon after Christmas, plan on something. Because remember, the look forward to. See, that's what Christmas is all about, something you're looking forward to. We have expectations. We have all, and usually, the expectation of something is so much greater. If you look at the science of how habits work, remember there's four points. Charles Duhigg and the power of habits, and then James Clear and atomic habits basically just picked up on Duhigg's work and kept going. Remember, there's, there's four steps uh, in the habit process. There's a cue, there's a craving, there's a response and a reward. Cue, craving, response, reward. Cue, craving, response, reward. That's it. And so understanding how you work and understanding the response this is how you get yourself out of a funk. See, the cue is about noticing a reward. We all love a reward. The craving is about wanting the reward. The response is about obtaining the reward. And the reward is about the reward. So it's all about the reward. It's something to look forward to. And what we got to do is figure what can you look forward to. That's why we got to move into the new year, which brings us something the third thing she says set goals look forward and plan now i'm not talking about new year's resolutions i don't like new year's resolutions because most people don't follow through but what you can do is make some commitments make some goals and this goes back to uh, james clear's point about our identity and our behavior are tied closely together and this is where this time we got to figure out who we're going to be into next year 
what type of person? Are we going to be the type of person who's healthy? Are we the type of person who's happy? Are we the type of person who's productive? Are we the type of person who's impacting other people's lives? Are we the type? See, who are you? And that's really the space between this is what we're going to do, not just in this last segment after this break, but this is what we're going to do for the next week. Let's prepare. And after the break, we're going to go through something called SWAT, SWOT analysis. SWAT is an acronym. It is strengths. It is weaknesses. It is opportunities. It is threats. It is a way to take a look back at this last year and glean the good and be prepared for the not so good and then to take it from the past and now manipulate it, form it, shape it so that it now empowers us. It now allows us to live our life like it matters into the new year. Because in the new year, we'll have lots of battles. And to be successful, we must stay on the way of warrior, fighting your good fight. After break, we're going to break down SWAT as we look into the new year. We'll be right back. If you're confused, lost, lonely, or feel like you're living in a foreign land, you are not alone. This is Scott B. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio. It's this crisis that created Like It Matters Radio in 2015. God charged me to bring hope to the airwaves by bringing clarity to the confusion and to help guide people to function at a higher level. We bring truth therapy, and we need your help. Like It Matters Radio is now available to radio stations across this country. We need Like It Matters Radio in all 50 states, and here's what you can do to help. Please call the program manager of your local radio station. Ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. It doesn't cost them anything and will add value to their station lineup. If you have questions, you can email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Our nation needs to hear this message because our beloved country is rapidly deteriorating and freedom is continually being quenched. Call your local radio station today and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio. Together, we can help others live their lives like it matters. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. Discover an unforgettable gift that soars above the ordinary. 50% off a serene hot air balloon ride drifting above the picturesque St. Croix River Valley. Available only through this half-off station offer. Float peacefully between the lush green landscapes and endless sky. Secure a private ride for two with Stillwater Hot Air Balloons at 50% off. But hurry, slots are limited. Call the station at 651-405-8800. That's 651-405-8800. Elevate your gift-giving game this year. Call today. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly for connection. If you value this station, help ensure it stays in vehicles for the next generation by visiting dependonam.com. Attention, business owners. Have you already filed for your employer retention credit with the IRS? As reported in a major financial paper, the IRS will be slowing down ERC checks. You could now be waiting several months to a year plus to get your ERC money. We can help you get it within 10 days. As long as you've already filed for your ERC with the IRS, we can advance you the money. Finance ERC has already funded millions of dollars in ERC money. You don't need 
to wait to get your money. We can get it to you within 10 days. Again, if you've already filed your employer retention credit, we can help you get the money in your bank account within 10 days from today. But you need to call right now while time is on your side. Here's our number. Not available in all states. 800 974 5215. 800 974 and the new year. And I'm not talking about January 1. I'm talking about when you start your new year. And we've been talking about this post-peak uh, uh, letdown. Uh, and it's the seasonal things. It's it's just the reality of life. You just got to know. That's what understanding comes in. And by the way, I had someone who reached out to me. Yes, thank you, those of you that are supporting us. Uh, you know, we see a need, we meet a need. We help people no matter where they come from. So I had a couple of listeners ask, how do they donate? You can go to likeitmatters.net slash uh, nonprofit, nonprofit. So nonprofit. Uh, if you do that, you'll be able to uh, donate right there. Uh, man, we got about a $7,000 shortfall uh, that we could sure use some help covering. And uh, there's lives, man, little lives. And I want you to know that uh, going in the new year, everything goes from Like It Matters to Way of Warrior. And our, you can go to wayofwarrior.training to see our schedule. And likeitmatters.net is still going to be available. It'll eventually be transitioning just into a website for our 501c3, though. But right now, it'll contain the training and all that as we tr- do the transition. And this is our last week of live radio. Uh, we'll be going pure podcast after that. I've had fun with Salem and Minneapolis, but... Uh, it's time to expand. Instead of paying for my radio time, it's time that I get paid. And so uh, we need your help. Uh, please, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, please like us. Please share us. Please download and listen to every show. Even if you just play it and walk away from it, we get credit for that. Uh, and just, uh, January 18th is our next Way of Warrior class. It's in, Las, uh, no, sorry, it's in Dallas, Fort Worth. Uh, and then after that's February 1st through 3rd, I believe, in Las Vegas. So, again, go to likeitmatters.net to check it out and get your butt in a class. I promise you uh, this new year with Way of Warrior, not only going to be doing the, our, our breakthrough class called Leadership Awakening, but EQ, our Communicating with Power, Emotional Intelligence class, uh, we just, we're rolling that back out. So we'll be, that'll probably be our lead class. Probably doing one every six weeks. Uh, of course, Leadership Awakening um, refining it and getting it more in the warrior mindset, uh, upgrading it, if you will. It's going to be incredible. And then leadership adventure. And then I got a four-hour power goal-setting class where we set goals. I teach you how your subconscious mind works. Uh, and we light a fire, and uh, three hours later, we spread those coals, and I show you the power of your mind. I show you how God made you, that when you're committed and you're focused, you can walk across 1,800-degree coals without being burned. Talk about a way to start your new year. So go to likeitmatters.net or go to wayofwarrior.training. So this last segment, I wanted to cover something called SWAT because what we should be doing this space in between after the Christmas uh, uh, climax, um, before the actual New Year starts up, 
is we should be getting ourselves ready. Keep it slow. Continue to listen to Chris, uh, Christmas music. Continue. If you can go out and look at lights tonight or tomorrow night, if there's any lightings, things still set up in your city, go see them. Keep that spirit of hope, of lightness, of gentleness, of peace. Remember, that was one of the original promises of God, that the Savior is born to bring peace to earth, goodwill toward men. Well, let's have a peaceful week. And while we're in this peaceful place, let's focus on the the us, the I am that we're going to be. So SWOT analysis uh, originated, by the way, by Albert S. Humphrey in the 60s. So this has, uh, what, going on 70 years of history to it. So strengths and weaknesses are often internal to your organization, while opportunities and threats generally relate to external factors. For this reason, SWOT is sometimes called internal-external analysis, and the SWOT matrix is sometimes called the IE matrix, okay? So what we want to do is focus this on personal, though, personal. So it was Louis Pasteur who said, chance favors the prepared mind. This is about preparation. And I learned a long time ago, most people spend more time planning a weekend vacation than they plan their lives. And, you know, all true leaders ask themselves three questions. Where am I now? Where am I going? What will it take to get there? And how long? It's called planning. And so while we're in this mode, the space between the best thing you do is keep your spirit in the Christmas spirit. Keep it peaceful. I saw someone said the 12 days of Christmas. You know what the 12 days of Christmas should be? Starting January, I'm sorry, December 26th. What a concept. I just saw that. If you go from December 26th, 12 days of Christmas takes to January 6th. Isn't it amazing how our um, our deep state has now changed the entire meeting of January 6th? Now when you hear that date, January 6th, you had some people that were upset about what we believed was a fake election, was a fraudulent election. And just like the founding fathers did, they rebelled. We showed up, and yet people were made criminals. Now, there were some criminals, yeah, but they're always criminals, but not thousands of criminals. And it's amazing that we can't see Epstein's client list, but we sure can still are finding people that three years ago were in, <laughs> four years ago, were in Washington, D.C. just to be there and now are being arrested. I just saw this, so it's a true story. But January 6th, so December 26th to January 6th is 12 days. What if? We started doing our 12 days of Christmas the day after Christmas. Either way, whatever you're doing, at this time in between when the new year actually begins, I don't mean January 1. For me, it's probably going to be like January 6. That's when my new year is going to begin, just to let you know. So I am going to experience the 12 days of Christmas starting today through January 6. And then probably the following weekend, by the weekend of the 13th, 14th, whatever that is, I'm going to take my tree down. In the meantime, let's do a SWOT analysis. So... You are most likely to succeed in life if you use your talents to their fullest extent. Similarly, you'll suffer fewer problems if you know what your weaknesses are and if you manage these weaknesses so they don't matter in the work you do. So what we want to do is identify four things. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So do this personally. I would do it personally on yourself, not the corporate side. Do it personally. And it's going to blend in. Like for me, me and my business are the same. So strengths, here's some questions. What advantages do you have that others don't? Skills, certifications, education. Like for me, someone could take my manual and they couldn't do my training. I'm unique. Just like on the radio, what I do is I I, I blend 
the psychology, the biology, the theology, the sociology. I bring all the studies of the things of how people work together, how our mind works, how our body-mind connection. And so on my radio show, you know, Jay uh, Wiley, who's been helping me uh, for the podcast to get us uh, in the top 1% uh, podcast, he says what you do is you cover God, you cover uh, continual, uh, constant, never-ending improvement, and you cover logotherapy, our purpose for being, our reason for existing. He says nobody does it like you. And he says when you add the other stuff, you, you take away from what you do. So I'm focused on what my strengths are. What personal resources can you access? What do other people, your boss, see as your strengths? Ask other people what they see as your strengths. Which of your achievements are you most proud of? What values do you believe in that others fail to exhibit? Are you part of a network that no one else is involved with? See, these are strengths you have. you got to consider this from your own perspective. And also get the point of view from people around you. Ask a couple people. You'll be surprised by some of the answers. Think about your strengths in relation to the people around you. If you're a great mathematician and people around you are also great at math, then this is not likely to be a strength in your current role. So I'm just saying, take a look. So first, strength. Then weaknesses. These are important. My weakness, I can meet two in the now moment. My weaknesses is I don't do business. I help people. So we got to realize that. So what are the weaknesses? What tasks do you usually avoid because you don't feel confident doing them? What will the people around you see as your weaknesses? Again, ask some people close to you that you respect. What do you, they think are your weaknesses? you got to be honest with yourself. And then opportunities. As you move into the new years, what are your opportunities? This is where you get forward thinking. Look forward. Remember, the key to helpless and hopeless, where some people are today, is to look forward. Hope is about no matter what's going on today, tomorrow can be better. And helpless and hopeless is today sucks and tomorrow will be no better. So if you're focusing forward on your opportunities in the new year, is your industry growing? Do you have a network of strategic contacts? What trends do you see in your company or in your, in your business? Is there a need uh, that no one is feeling? Is there something you do that nobody else does and that you're ready to do it? So you're looking for opportunities. Threats. Threats are obstacles that you currently face at work or in your marriage or at home. What are the threats so you can be prepared? Are there any of your colleagues uh, competing with you for projects or roles? Is your job changing? Look at me. I got so much change going on, so I need to be aware of that. Which brings us to the last one is these threats about ourselves. The biggest threat that we have is our doubt, our fear. The only realizations to our our doubts of today, our our dreams of tomorrow, our doubts of today. That's what Eleanor Roosevelt said. We got to realize that our own thought process, our own doubt, our own fear... That's what's going to be our biggest threat. So stay tuned to Way of Warrior and go to likeitmatters.net so I can help you have 2024 the best year ever. Reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it's the way of the warrior. Attention all patriots, are you ready to embark on an unforgettable expedition? You're invited to journey with me on the Patriots Alaska Cruise, June 2024. We'll dive deep into geopolitical trends and unpack the influences shaping today. This experience is more than a vacation. It's a chance to participate in profound discussions and spirited debates with like-minded patriots. Seven action-packed days. We'll explore new ideas and chart a course toward a bright American future, all whilst 
surrounded by the raw majesty of Alaska's natural wonders. You'll experience powerful creation as you're immersed in the splendor of glaciers and fjords. Let's come together as patriots in this amazing landscape. Mark your calendar, June 29th to July 6th, 2024. Learn more and secure your spot on this once-in-a-lifetime adventure by calling 855-565-5519 or book online at PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.